0: Hello, hello, hello. You are listening to Devoted to the Dirty Details, where we bring to you some of the best local wedding professionals Columbus has to offer. My name is Jamie Repavy, and I've been in the industry for over 25 years. I thrive on bringing amazing resources to you, educating, saving you money, but most importantly, making sure that you have a great time while planning one of the most amazing days you will have as a couple. Now let's get down to those dirty details of planning. Hey, so today we are here with one of my favorite people in Columbus, Michelle Ritchie. She runs the Wedding Planning Division um, for Devoted to Details and Devoted Columbus, or for our wedding day assistance, basically. And I'm just so excited to be talking with her and learning a bit about um, some things from her today. So welcome, Michelle.
1: I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yay.
0: Okay, so today we have this burning question from our engaged couples that have been asked for on our social media. And the question is, what are um, the most popular things that couples forget those 30 days prior to their wedding date? Because I know there's a lot, but let's get into maybe some of the top ones.
1: Yeah, it's, there's so many things. And um, I think, I mean, what people forget is that they like so much happens. The last 30 days like you're top heavy you're, you're heavy up front and with the planning and booking all your vendors and then there's that you know nothing happens for a while Then all of a sudden 30 days you're scrambling to to get everything done and and people situated so i would say my number one thing that couples forget is to update their timeline and communicate it with all of their vendors mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is a really important step um, that I don't, I don't know if our couples realize that it's important to do. Um, Putting, making sure that all of your vendors are on the same page prior to your wedding day is absolutely key to making sure that everything goes smoothly.
0: Absolutely. Well, and even, I guess, having a timeline, I don't even know if they know they, should have one right I mean it might be the venue's responsibility or if you do have a planner they might do it but if you don't have either anybody doing this this would be a phenomenal thing to put together because it helps you not forget things right
1: yes yes and a master timeline of that so uh, another thing that couples don't realize is that every vendor that's with you at your reception at least has their own timeline So your photographer is gonna have their own timeline that they came up with. They've talked to you about it. Um, You probably have seen it. Your DJ is gonna have another one and your caterer or your venue is gonna have a third one. So you have to, um, there has to be some master timeline that you you keep and you put all the information in because I wanna say like eight out of 10 times, nothing matches, nothing matches. Um, if good. you're relying on your vendors to do it on their own, if no one's bringing it together. Yeah,
0: yeah for sure. So what would be then some of those, you know, should they be calling all of their vendors or emailing or what do you think is best and what questions maybe should they be asking?
1: Yeah, so I would say if you were in regular contact with your your vendors up to that point, it it may be okay to just email out that that timeline. But there are certain there are things too toward the end that you need to confirm with some of these vendors. So some things that you may want to confirm is how what time are they arriving, what time are they, um, do the services end, um, what are they bringing with them. So with with your DJ, maybe you hired them for uplighting as well. Um, are they going to run your, are they going to play music for your rehearsal or not for your rehearsal, your, your ceremony? Do you need, do you, did you realize that you need like mics for your officiant or for the speakers? So there's things that you do need to confirm back with them or that they need to confirm back with you. So if I had to choose email over um, phone call or if I had to choose one or the other, I would say phone call just because so many things come up and it's easier to do that. Over the phone than it is via email. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And you should be doing that. I would recommend doing that two, you know, three, two or three weeks before so that once you're done with that, it's all good. You just have to manage the people in your life at that point.
0: Yeah. And maybe have somebody managing that timeline. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So,
0: it's really so, yeah. putting people in charge of all of these things on the day of, if you don't have somebody doing them, don't leave them for yourself.
1: No, not you, not. I mean, you don't have time. You don't have time. And I don't think a lot of, of couples out there think that they can plan everything and just, and then they just let it go the day of. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it, it can work and it's, you know, kind of you get lucky there, um, or you have amazing vendors who, in the background, behind your back, without you knowing, pull it together. And probably, you know, nine times out of ten, that's probably what's happening. Um, but yeah, you don't. You're not going to have time. Your even your mom or your you know step parents or or your siblings may not even have time that day. So assigning someone to be the day of contact or even kind of coordinator, if you will, to help manage all of that is a great way to go. Now, I'm always going to suggest to hire a wedding planner or a day of coordinator always, because I will tell you it's a huge burden lifted off of you and your family. So not just you, but and your family. Um, But if you can't, then yeah, assigning someone to do that for you.
0: And I think of, you know, wedding day assistants or wedding planners as insurance. You're just, you're spending thousands and thousands of dollars on your wedding. It's just a little bit of added insurance to make you feel good and allow you to relax. And, and, and it's not that expensive. So I don't know if that perception out there is, is it's so costly, but in the scheme of things, it really
1: isn't. It really isn't. And someone to pull someone to be that project manager to pull all those details together for you and help you remember these things 30 days prior is really, um, it really lifts that burden off of you. And I don't, I don't know if a lot of people realize that. Yeah. Towards the end, but this is the craziest part of this. Yeah. So
0: yeah, It brings me up, we'll definitely have to do another podcast on this, but the difference between a lot of venue coordinators then will say, yeah. oh, we can manage that, but they really don't manage your timeline, mm-hmm. they manage their timeline, mm-hmm. and so that's just something to be aware of, but a um, whole nother podcast. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah,
0: yeah. So, yeah. some other things then would be um, what, that they might forget that 30 days out.
1: The so, Yeah, like during that last 30 days, like final payments, final counts are due. So the the other thing that I see a lot is, um, you know, your final guest count isn't um, sent to catering in time or you are um, you send the final guest count and you forget yourself. So we have to remember that on your, on your, you know, your, your RSVP tracker that you make sure that you include yourselves in that food, in that food count and whatnot. So it's really important to make sure that you have tracked that along the way. So that's the other thing is you don't, um, you have to track those RSVPs Mm -hmm. and you have to track, if you have a, um, you know, a plated meal, you have to track those meal options, um, track if you have a bar, uh, making sure you know who's over 21 and who's not. So all of these things play into your final price and your final things due to your catering um, and venue. So I think that's forgotten about, you're like, oh, I sent RSVPs, like they'll be tracked via the knot. And you're like, well, how are you gonna get those down? How are you gonna send those to your caterer? So um, yeah.
0: And that all relates to a diagram, which then if you have meal choices, you have to have assigned tables Mm -hmm. and you know how many weddings I've been to where there's not the right amount of chairs at the table. Mm -hmm. And then the caterer venues scrambling to fix it. And it looks all awkward. So just something as simple as that is making sure you have somebody making sure the right amount of chairs are at the table for setup. Who's Mm going to do that? write that down.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And if you have a plated meal and you have place cards, so these are the cards that are sat at each, each seat. Mm -hmm. Um, who's going to set those out for you? Who's going to, who's, who's going to print them for you? I mean, those are things, um, that you have to figure out during those last 30 days too, because your RSVPs are not going to be back until around that time. So those are things you have to get done. Right. as well. And yeah. then what food indicator. So this is a big one too, that I, I just thought of is um, uh, for plated meals, you have to determine how you're going to indicate which meal your yeah. guest chose. And oftentimes it's a last minute decision with, Oh, I don't know. Like we can just put stars or stickers or, or, or something. So you have to decide on what those are and then communicate that also, I would recommend not doing anything that could fall off because it's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so Absolutely. even like little diamond gems or pearls yeah. that I've seen and then they fall off and they're like, oh, they I fall have off. no idea. And it has to be a big enough indicator Yes, the, they, the servers can see it and it's not, you know, you have to think of all these things. Like if it's a really dark room and you had dark red and dark blue, it might look the same color. The same.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh-huh. just so I had a client that. who wanted to do, who wanted to do like shades of like light pink um, and then like a clear. And I was just, I looked at him and then you just, you can't do that. It wasn't, a, it wasn't different enough to, so Luckily, we decided on, I think, black, amber, and clear, so it was very different yeah. from each other, but yeah, those are things, yeah, more things to think about, <laughs> we have to deal, yeah, yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. and then, you know, the, another thing I just thought of was um, uh, the night before at rehearsal, okay, is the, is confirming your rehearsal dinner oh yeah so you know you book a restaurant like you would um but you're booking it a little further out you know you're booking that space usually a little further out Mm -hmm. so you don't forget to call your rehearsal dinner location and confirm how many people you're having um, and what time and um, how long you have that space for yeah
0: yeah Um, that's a good one too um I was thinking of of another one is the whole cake cutting like ritual. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they don't think about the things like they might have a cake server, but what's going to cut the cake? Who's going to cut the cake? Is there a plate? Are you feeding each other? Is there a fork? Is there a napkin? All of those crazy things, you know, just to think about for that one thing.
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, Exactly. Like, are you going to use your mom or your grandma's, um, vintage cake knife and server? Mm -hmm. Or can you get it from the caterer? Don't ever assume that the caterer is going to have one. Don't ever assume because they don't always, they don't always do it. So you have to ask them that and then determine if you're going to buy one, if you're going to use someone else's, or if they have one, if you're going to use theirs. So, yeah. There's that. And then everything that happens during that, during that kind of ceremony space, uh, or sorry, that like that moment in time where you go to cut the cake is who's going to be responsible for making sure the cake knife and server's out the fork, the knife, or the the yeah. plate, the napkins, like who's going to clean that up. So if you don't have a full service caterer, um, well, one, you should always ask your caterer if they don't tell you right away or tell you you know, in a conversation, ask them for these things and then determine who's going to do it. So it's a lot of assigning, like who's going to do this, who's going to do this. So
0: the mm -hmm. funny thing, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I had a big, big 550 person wedding and, um, they assumed the caterer was going to cut the cake. Mm -hmm. We went to the caterer and said, are, you know, the cake's ready to be cut. And they're like, we don't cut cake. And there was no venue person. Yeah. So we're like, uh, okay, this 550 person cake is not going to just cut itself. So looks like I'm doing it. Yeah. But these are just things, you know, you can't assume you have to make sure somebody's doing that. Mm-hmm.
1: I, you know, I don't know if it exists out there today. I'm sure us wedding planners can put our you know, put our heads together and create this giant list of everything you have to remember because there's so many and it depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, hopefully you all listening out here will listen to what we're saying and it sparks little things, you know, thinking about yeah. the little details like that as well.
0: For sure. Yeah. What's another big one that you see that's forgotten on the day of and you're like, you have to fix it, fix the situation? Um,
1: so it's, it's not like it's forgotten. Um, but they forget to tell me it's, um, like a ceremony exit plan. Um, bubbles, bubbles is a big thing where I show up on the day of and they just have all these bubbles and I'm literally like, what am I doing with these? So you've got to make sure that someone knows what's happening. in and that when? Space. <laughs> And when, so we figured it out. Cause we always do, but, um, Yeah. So tell people about your plans, put it in that master timeline, because, you know, you don't, if that's something that's important to you, if it, if somebody doesn't know, it's going to be missed. So make sure, make sure you capture those. But I see that a lot. Um, Oh, gifts, gifts for attendance and family members. This is something that my clients now it's not that it's, it's not that it's like, you know, it's not going to break your wedding. If, if you forget these, this kind of thing, but it's, it's a nice tradition, which sh- I should say. So your, um, you know, little gifts for your parents as a thank you, if they pay for your wedding or they've supported you in some way through, through your life, through your journey. And this could be a little gift, a token of your appreciation, or it can be a heartfelt letter. I love the letters. I love the letters. It just makes me, um, I love seeing the emotion on the parents' faces. Um, and then for for your bridesmaids or groomsmen a small again a small token of your appreciation they've they may have traveled far they may have put in a lot of money to be in your wedding
0: yes. so uh
1: tux rentals you know bridesmaid dresses um so you know a little something for them and that could be something that they actually wear on the wedding day so it could be a bracelet mm-hmm. and you all the girls the same bracelet um or for the guys socks um or their tie that matches so you can do that for them and then some some people do you know buy little gifts for their ushers or for their for their um their kids in their wedding or grandparents so that's that's something to remember um, also hotel welcome bags Hotel welcome bags. If you have like a hotel block and you have, you know, people coming out of town, um, then you can a nice little gesture is to do a little welcome bag. And it can be it can be water. Water's always great because I feel like in hotels you can never find bottled water, um, or free bottled water, I should say. Yeah. Um, so, and, you know, they've had a little bit too much to, um, to drink at your reception. Maybe they, they need a little thing in their, in their room. So that's nice. And then, um, you know, ibuprofen I've seen in there or a local treat like popcorn or, or something is always fun.
0: I like the local stuff. I think that's you, great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Me too. Just
0: because if they're coming in from out of town, which uh, most of them in a hotel are, then they might need a little flavor of hello, Columbus, Ohio. So it's I know great things. There's so do. many
1: great things here, right? There's yeah. so many great things in all the ba- in all the bigger cities. So why not? Why not? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: The thing I see missed in those welcome bags too is is just a little thank you note from the oh. bride and groom, mm-hmm. and also um, maps and things to do. in A the schedule. Yeah. yeah. Schedule. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I always recommend a just a a little schedule um, of events just so everybody knows what's on what's on the agenda especially if you have a shuttle I always want to put that in there because you can tell the front desk a million times what the what the shuttle schedule is and they're not gonna there's no way for them to communicate that
0: they're so busy yeah
1: yeah they're so busy
0: so those are good good ones Okay. Maybe room for maybe one or two more. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay. So here's a big one. It's, uh, flowers. Okay. So for, if you're doing a, if you're doing a bouquet toss, you need to make sure you have a toss bouquet. Yes. <laughs> you do not want to toss your own bouquet. I mean, you might, uh, you might, but know that you're not going to get that back. It's awkward. Um, So, and I don't know if you've seen these giant bouquets that are all the rage right now, but can you imagine hitting someone in the face with that? Yes. Yeah. No. (laughs) So you've got, so if you intend to do a bouquet toss as part of your reception, make sure you have some sort of toss bouquet. That can be, if you are going through a florist, ask them for a toss bouquet. They'll put something very simple, a small version of something together for you so you can toss it. And sometimes they throw that in for free too. So it doesn't it hurt to ask. ask. doesn't hurt to ask. No. Um, if you're doing your own flowers, same deal. Uh, you just take a couple, you know, maybe two or three little, you know, plastic or, or wooden flowers, whatever you're using, and then wrap it in ribbon and, call it a day um and that's your toss bouquet if you forget your toss bouquet and you forget to order one and you still want to do a bouquet toss um I recommend unfortunately you know grabbing a bridesmaid's um yeah. one but it's it's sad to see someone lose their bouquet and not have to take that home and display it so keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um count your count all your order before your day. Like that goes back to the vendor confirmations. I just had an event where, where we thought we had seven bridesmaids all along. And it wasn't until two weeks prior that I'm like, oh my goodness, we're missing. We actually have eight bridesmaids. So <laughs> we had to get a new, um, we had to get an additional bouquet. And luckily we did our due diligence and we, we caught that two weeks prior, but it's the same with boutonnieres um, yeah. and That's making okay. sure that you have the right amount for people for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. That's a good one. I see that so many times and we're pulling together some flour out of a bridesmaid's bouquet to make a boutonniere or something like that. So that does seem to be a common, um, I don't know, just accounting error, I guess. So It is. Count. Wait, Lots of numbers.
1: We- I know. Well, you go back to that. Those you go back to that um, that idea of confirming with your vendors. You've got to make sure that you, you're comparing how how many of each item you need and making sure it's on your order. It could have been missed by your vendor, um, or it could have been missed by you. I mean, it it could happen anywhere. Um, but also, don't forget about your your tables. So. You are will likely not finalize how many tables you need until you know that 30 day window as, after your RSVPs are done. So it's possible you'll lose a table. It's possible you'll gain a table from when they when they originally um, did your diagram. So count them again. Make sure your order is correct and have that conversation with your florist. Make sure you got it.
0: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I've seen to whether even if it's you're doing your own centerpieces. You might've purchased these way early and you mm-hmm. thought it would be this amount. And now you're short one. Yep. If you're over, it's no big deal. You can place those around for decor anywhere, but. Bathroom
1: bar, it does not matter. Make yeah. more, make yeah. more.
0: Under, yeah. yeah, I was over purchase. I was over.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. And yeah. you'll be safe. So.
1: And there's so many other things I know we can go through. Um, like we said, there's just, if we had a list, it would be, you know, a million miles long, but uh, depending on your circumstance. So uh,
0: one last thing I'll tell them is uh, make sure you have your marriage license at 30 days in a day. Oh. So let's make sure that because if you don't have that, you're not gonna be no. legally married.
1: So no. And and re- like read, if you're on a state, especially like you need to read the rules as to where you need to get your license from. So, um, and you are got to, you need to take into consideration what what county you're getting married in. So read up all on that. And I hope you do that way far in advance, not 30 days. I hope you have that pre-planned, even if you just execute it 30 days prior. But yes, please.
0: Smart, Mm -hmm. smart. So Michelle, and I know um devoted Columbus and devoted to details is all about answering questions. And we're always happy to help, whether it's on social media, but where can they reach you or reach out to connect with you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I am always available by email. It's Michelle at devoted to details.com. Um, and then uh, reach out to me. I'm happy to answer any, any email you you send me, even if it's just a quick, I, I just have a random question Then no, no questions stupid. So feel free to send those to me. And then if we need to set up a quick call and have a chat, I'm more than, well, I'm more than happy to set that up for us. That's Awesome. Awesome.
0: That's great. Well, we appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for, I think the invaluable information. I think this will be very helpful to a lot of couples and um, we will be bringing more podcasts to you with more, uh, you know, a variety of different vendors and helping you in the planning journey, making it easy and fun. So thanks again for being with us today.
1: Thanks guys. Take care. Bye.